A Night with Gig Young, written and directed by Sharon Yablon. Please note, this play contains adult themes, profanity, sexual language, and elements of violence that may be disturbing to some. feel like you live in the future and it sucks? 1978. Carter was president. Ted Bundy is captured for the second time. Dallas premieres on CBS and Greece was released. What also happened in 1978 was that I killed my wife and then myself. Here were some headlines. Oscar winner Gig Young murders his wife and blows his brains out. Never the lead, driven to kill. Another tale of an ill-fated Hollywood star. Did I plan it? I thought about it being dead. I'd just gotten married to Kimmy three weeks before. She was 31, I was 64. She didn't do anything wrong. Married me, I guess. Some people think killing yourself is a selfish act, but I guarantee you no one is missing me. Who's that? Each one of you out there has big plans, right? Wait until none of those turn out. <laughs> Speak for yourself, pal! Hey! You get me another drink? Here, take mine! You need it more than me! Thank you. Always say thank you. You never know who you'll see on the way up or down. Did I drink to escape my life, or to be more in it? I had some fun. Some of my favorite roles were... Why don't you out there tell me? You came here to see me, right? Your fans? Shy, I guess. Okay, what was it like sleeping with a woman 33 years younger? Great idiot. <laughs> what was it like working with Peck and Pop? You'll never know. Where do we go when we die? Nowhere. Did your friends see it coming? I don't have any friends. Oh. 
Polly. <laughs> Why did you murder Kimmy? Well, my specialties are corpses, unconscious people, and people snoring in spectacular epics. That's a direct quote. After receiving my Academy Award nomination for Come Fill the Cup... 1951! I told Luella Parsons that people who have been nominated for an Oscar always have bad luck afterwards. She looked at me like I was crazy or drunk. I was drunk, but I wasn't crazy. She was a gossip columnist. She knows that Hollywood is a dream factory that manufactures nightmares. Mm, what was Doris Day like in the sack? I made two pictures with her. I don't care, I don't care. What was she like in a sack? Teacher's pet and that touch of me. Supporting roles. God, I wanted to bang Doris Day. Who didn't? So did you? Now, 1969, that was a good year. <laughs> yeah, but not for Sharon Tate. That's true. It was the end of the 60s. Best Supporting Actor, for they shoot horses, don't they, that year? It was the best day of my life. They shoot their wives, then they shoot themselves. Her face still haunts me. Why won't you ask about that? That role was a lifeline for a drowning man. It was a chance to show my talent as a serious actor. Well, don't tell me, tell them. I played Rocky, the dance marathon barker. Here they are again, folks, these wonderful, wonderful kids, still struggling, still hoping. As the clock of fate ticks away, the dance of destiny continues. The marathon goes on and on and on. How long can they last? Somebody screamed. That was you. I can't go on. Sure you can. It isn't a contest, it's a show. But if you stop, that's it. Break a leg, we'll put you out of your misery. They shoot horses, don't they? Yowza, yowza, yowza. I die in that movie. Hey, tell them about Blazing Saddles. Do you really think they want to know? Sure, it's a good story. Start with, it was the beginning of my end. It was the beginning of my end. 1972, I got the role of the Waco Kid in Blazing Saddles, a worn-out alcoholic gunslinger. By then, I had a reputation in Hollywood. Mel Brooks knew about me. He's an old alky. Great! I was so excited, so happy to get the role. I never got to tell him that. I quit the stuff cold turkey right after I got the call. On the first morning of filming, Cleavon Little and I were shooting the jail scene. Now, Gig Young started to shake. This guy's, he's given me a lot. The old alky shake. And then, then the shaking never stopped. And the green stuff started spewing out of his mouth and nose. And he started screaming. And I said, if you want an alcoholic, don't cast an alcoholic. An ambulance came and took me away. Why do I want to die? Hey, what happens next? You got to keep the story going. 1975, 
I was in the Hindenburg. Mm, well, the dullest disaster movie Hollywood ever made. Wait, maybe Orca was worse. 1978. The year you're going to die. Did you know it? My last role, Game of Death. A fucking karate movie. Do I look like I belong in that? No way, Jose. I've just recited for you all the shit highlights of my career. Oh. Weren't there more? Are there any Twilight Zone fans here? Shit, yeah! One of my favorite roles was in an episode... God, what was it called? Walking Distance. That's it. I play a New York executive who longs for the simplicity of his past when he was a boy growing up in a small town. And there were summers of baseball diamonds and band concerts, carousel rides, and chocolate sodas. The man finds his way back, back in time, and he sees himself as a boy. The man goes to his younger self. There's so much to say. Hold on to this magic time. But perhaps the man wants to steal the boy's life, too, to take his place, get back in time. Maybe if he goes to his childhood home and finds his parents are there, he can... I know who you are. You've been dead for so long. I know you've come a long way, and a long time, and I don't understand how or why. And you know things, don't you? Things that will happen. But you have to leave here, because there's no room. There is no place. Why, Bob? Well, I guess it's because we only get one chance. Maybe there's only one summer to every customer. That little boy, the one I know, the one who belongs here, this is his summer just as it was yours once. Don't make him share it. So sad. Who are you? Avon calling. Is Mrs. Gig Young here? Which one? I was married five times. What was it like being married to Elizabeth Montgomery? She's long gone. Yes. Everyone leaves you. One even got cancer to get away. Why keep getting married when you know the outcome? It's a warm blanket against the chill of aging in time. Oh dear. What did you do? I was so looking forward to showing her these new products. Concealer! It hides life experience and time. Shadow! It makes you more interesting when you aren't. This lipstick will make your lips so red a man will just want to ram his penis through them. Really loves you, he'll kiss you too. Blush. It gives your cheeks the color of a wound. Perfume. 
covers the stink of you. Well, I was counting on this sale. My kitchen was yellow. The paint was called Buttercup. I picked it. When you remodel, you kill the previous people. Did you like it here? We moved in after our honeymoon. We stayed in one of those cute seaside motels in Coney Island. It was called the Clam Shell, right next to Nathan's hot dogs. I gave him the gift of my virginity there. I see a stranger in the hallway. But it is me. I look out the window and see the end of the world. I had a Frito-Lay casserole in the oven that day. No one cared about healthy food back then. My husband was sitting in a chair, and I thought, you're a bad man. You're a bad man too, aren't you? I don't want to be. What is it like to die? I put the gun inside my mouth. I look out with wide open eyes. I pull the trigger. I see my mother's face. All the happy memories in my life, the happy moments, the sweet atmosphere of my boyhood days returns. I see all that I've experienced. And then I hear a final sound like the breaking of crystal. I am no more. Ha! We don't get off the hook that easy. The bloodstains were here when you first looked at this house, but you didn't want to see them. I bashed that bad man's brains right in until all he could have was a puppet's dreams. And I stuck my head in the oven. It's a terrible story. You have one too, don't you? I saw everything. Kimmy was so scared. She looked at you with those big blue Scandinavian eyes. Please, don't. How long? How long what? Do I have to see your face? I think forever. The audience has been listening to A Night with Gig Young, part of a Garden of Terrible Blooms podcast of radio theater produced 
by a story followed you here. Written and directed by Sharon Yablon, with Gregory Littman as Gig Young, Dig Wayne as the heckler, and Lisa Denke as Alice. Sound design and original music composed by Jack Littman. Announcer is Cliff Eisner. A Night with Gig Young was adapted from Sharon Yablon's one-act play performed at Three Clubs Bar, produced by L.A. True Crime. The producers of this podcast would like to thank you so much for listening. We hope you come back for more. Thank you.